What up, everybody? My name is Xavier, and I'm actually about to make the biggest assumption about you. And that is that you clicked on this podcast because in some way, shape, or form, you want to grow. You want to be better than you were last week, better than you were last year, or at least better than you were when you woke up this morning. And here's the deal. There's one key thing that's holding you back from growing, and nine times out of ten, it is you, your own self-discipline, your own self-control. It's me, my own self-discipline, my own self control. We are literally our biggest op. So today I'm going to give you three things that you could do this week to help you grow in self-control and self-discipline. Let's lock in because we're growing somewhere. What's up, everybody? Like I said, my name is Xavier, and this is the How You Podcast, the podcast that you come to to figure out how you can be a better you. We're giving personal growth tips every single time we show up, and you get them quicker than you can finish a cup of coffee. All right. Today, we are talking about personal growth. And like I said, the biggest opposition to anybody growing, the biggest opposition to you growing, to me growing, is normally how much self-discipline we have, how much self-control we have, how we can say no to the things that we want right now so that we can say yes to what is best for us later. And here's what I know. If you grow in this area of your life, it will catapult you into the rest of the growth areas in your life finances, relationships, fitness, whatever it is, overall health. If you can get self-control and self-discipline down and grow in that area, it'll boost the rest of your growth forever. And so I got three things that I'm going to give you that you can start doing this week. They're a little weird, but I got three things that you can do this week that's going to help you grow. Let's go ahead and jump in. The first thing that you can do this week to grow in self-discipline is to do something really uncomfortable. And I know that I know that you're sitting there thinking, um, Xavier, if I could do something really uncomfortable, I wouldn't be struggling in self-discipline. I would be the most self-disciplined, self-controlled person in the world. I would be getting up on time every day for the gym. It wouldn't be a problem. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying do something unrelated to what you're struggling with self-discipline in, but yet equally or more uncomfortable. For example, you might be struggling right now to get up and go to the gym every single day because you're like, hey, I got this gym regimen that I've been working on. I got the workout plan. I'm even eating better, but I'm struggling to get to the gym every single day. Here's what I would encourage you to do. Start taking cold showers in the morning. I mean, ice cold, because what's going to happen is you're going to build those muscles of disciplining yourself literally to do something that you don't want to do. And in comparison, getting up to go to the gym is going to become easier and easier because that morning, what did you do? You started with a cold shower, something that was extremely difficult to do. Maybe it is you're struggling to show up on time consistently for work because you're procrastinating or doing whatever you need to do or doing whatever you want to do in the morning. What I would encourage you to do if you're an introvert is to go into public to a Starbucks or to a Target and talk to random strangers. It's something completely uncomfortable, but you're building the muscles that you need in order order to tell yourself no. And those muscles will come in handy when it's time for you to do the thing that you've ultimately been wanting to do. 
with this one, I saw somebody else talk about it, but I actually tried it not too long ago, not on purpose, but by accident. I don't know if you know this, but me and my wife, I'm married. Me and my wife, we live in a house that we recently had built out in the Houston area. And in a new build, you always run into some type of issues. One of the issues that we ran into was they messed up on the construction or not the construction, but they messed up on like a pipe on the construction for the house next to us. And as a result, me and my wife were without hot water for a full seven days. I almost died. I almost died. Don't get me wrong. But what that forced me to do was it forced me to take cold showers. And when I tell you the strength and sheer willpower that it required for me to open that little shower door and step into that freezing cold water in the winter, I felt like Superman after I got out, like I could conquer the world because it literally was mind over matter. The truth is the water was not going to kill me. It was only going to make me uncomfortable uncomfortable. And what I had to learn to do was to overcome the things in my mind that wanted to stay comfortable so that I could stay clean. Had to remind myself, hey, it's only for a moment. It's only temporary. And building those muscles has actually helped me in other areas of my life to stay disciplined, like trying to calendar every morning, because that's the one I'm struggling with. Number two things you're going to do this week if you're trying to grow in self-control is you're actually going to decide in advance Here, don't wait until you face a decision to make the choice, because if you do, that choice gets thousands of times more difficult. You know who's great at this? athletes and people who are gym and nutrition fanatics. What do they do? At the beginning of their week, they set out all their meals because they realize if I wait until it's time for me to eat, to make a decision about what to eat, then I'll probably consume something that's not best for me. I'm going to eat whatever I want in the moment. But if I decide on Sunday what I'm going to eat on Tuesday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I've made the choice a lot easier because I'm in a place of comfortability now and I can decide in advance what I will do. For you, this might be scenario planning for your week. This might be that I've already decided in advance that if I get tempted to do a certain thing, if I get tempted to step outside of my plan, if I get tempted to step outside of my growth goal, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to respond this way no matter what. And I decide in advance and remove decisions from myself already. Let's say one of the things you're struggling to control yourself with is dating apps. You're like, hey, I can't stop myself from downloading these dating apps. And I end up hooking up with guys or girls that aren't the best for me, so on and so forth. Maybe you take that decision away from yourself by putting a parental block on your phone towards dating apps and letting somebody else have the password. I know, I know it sounds extreme. But what we're talking about here is growth and nothing in life worth doing is going to be easy. I think John Maxwell said it best. He said everything worthwhile in life is going to be uphill and this will be an uphill battle for you. If I give somebody else the passwords and the control of the decision and the situation, then I've now removed it from myself and I've made it easier. I've disciplined myself by deciding in advance. I've essentially become a time traveler for myself. Here's the deal. You can't eat little Debbie cakes if you don't buy them. You can't. You decide it in advance. I'm not going to go grocery shopping. I'm going to grocery shop on my phone in an app after I leave the gym for today because I cannot eat what I do not buy. 
I cannot spend. It's the same thing if you're trying to be more self-disciplined in your spending habits. If you switch to cash and only bring the cash that you need for a day, you cannot spend what you do not have. I am deciding in advance for myself. I am time traveling to take the decision away from future me so that I can give the decision to current me because current me is more disciplined than me in the future, than me in two days, two weeks, two months, whatever it is. I'm going to decide in advance. Number three, I'm going to set up multiple layers of accountability. Now, at first glance, it sounds like I'm telling you to get an accountability partner. You're like, okay, this is is nothing new to me. I know I need an accountability partner. But what I'm not just saying is having somebody else to hold you accountable. Like, hey man, did you do what you said you were going to do? Hey sis, did you do what you said you were going to do? I'm talking about setting up multiple layers of accountability. Let me give you an example. Most of you know that I am a Christian. All of you know, or most of you should know that my job and profession is now being a pastor. But well before I was a pastor, I was in college and I went to undergrad at the University of North Carolina, got my undergrad in business administration. I know weird path for a pastor, but yet here we are. Uh, I got my undergrad in business administration. What I did was the day I walked onto my college campus, I met my roommate who wasn't a believer and I told him, hey, there will not be a Sunday that you wake up that you will see me sleeping in my bed. I will be at church every single Sunday. Let me tell you what I did there. The truth is that I wasn't confident in whether or not I would go to church every Sunday. To be honest, I wasn't even confident in my ability to live the quote unquote Christian life on a college campus. My first time there, I don't know what I'm going to be tempted by. I don't know what I'm going to fall into. People do crazy things in college. Uh, I'm not asking you to confess them down below. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I did or didn't do anything. I'm just saying crazy things happen in college. But what I did was I set up a layer of accountability because I knew if I go back on my word, I'm going to have my roommate looking at me like I'm a liar. I'm going to have my roommate looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm going to have my roommate looking at me like he doesn't believe me or any other Christians in the world. And so I built accountability by putting, if I'm quite honest, a level of embarrassment in front of myself even though the person I told wouldn't necessarily be my accountability partner. I'm not saying you do it, but it's the concept that there are more consequences to my actions than just disappointment. I want the weight of my mistakes to carry weight for other people, to carry other consequences in my life. Maybe I have a friend who is going to charge me actual money every time I mess up. It's the idea, you've seen it in movies all the time, they do a little cursing jar. Every time you curse, put a little bit of money in a jar. But what if there was a jar that you had to contribute to, that you would donate to charity, or that you would give away or do something with every time you went back on your word? And now there's an actual consequence to the decisions that you're making. It'll help you take self-discipline from just being this internal fortitude thing. And it actually drives on your selfishness in order to get you to live out what you say you want to do and what I say I want to do. In closing, remember, self-control is the foundation to all personal growth. It's key to finances, relationships, health, wellness, purpose, faith, and so much more. If we get it right, right now, it catapults us forever, literally forever. 
That's all we have for today's episode. If you are watching on YouTube, here's what I want you to do. I want you to like, share, subscribe. You can do all of that stuff so that you get notified next time we post a video just like this. If you are on Apple Podcasts, I want you to leave a review because it'll be helpful in helping others find this content that they might find helpful. Helpful with the help, 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 help. I just wanted to say help one more time. Hey, if you want a free resource that'll help you evaluate every area of your life, then down in the show notes or down in the comments below in the description, you can go to thehowyou.co, download a free resource that I created called a life holiness assessment that'll help you bring a level of balance to your life because who likes being in balance? Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We're going to see you again next time on the How You Podcast. Take it easy.